Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 31st day of January, 2023. This is a wrap on January. Western writer Zane Gray is born on this day in 1872 in Zanesville, Ohio. Zane is his mother's family name. He was interested in writing as a teenager, but pursued dentistry and professional baseball as more promising career options, while not giving up on his ideal. It was 1912 before he wrote his first novel, which was rejected, as were the next few. At one point, an editor at Harper's told him he had no future as a writer, so he took the manuscript directly to the vice president, who accepted it and later works without question. Jesse James and others robbed the citizens and the incoming train at Gads Hill, Missouri, on this day in 1874. Considered one of the most infamous robberies of the Old West, it was also near the end of the line for the James Gang. The take was over $300,000 in today's money and brought a great amount of attention to On the Outlaws and put the Pinkerton Detective Agency on their trail. We would like to think that politicians of earlier times were more noble than today. And while in some cases that is true, people, and especially ambitious ones, are the same across millennia. John C. Freeman was an army officer and a major player in the U.S.'s settlement of California. In 1848, he's court-martialed for mutiny and disobeying orders. The details are deep in the issue that orders took weeks to months to travel from Washington to California. Fremont is found guilty and then quickly pardoned by the president. He will go on to be one of the first senators from the new state and quite wealthy from gold on his property. Congress passes the first of a series of amendments dealing with the aftermath of the Civil War. The 13th abolishes slavery. On the same day, Robert E. Lee is promoted to General-in-Chief of Confederate Forces. A bit late, actually. By this day in 1865, the end was in sight. Ten weeks later, the Southern Army would no longer be able to fight, and the Army of Northern Virginia surrenders ending Lee's military career. Today, we look at Lee as the face of the Confederacy, when in fact, he was only the commander of one of several armies fighting for the South. Now, the Army of Northern Virginia was the Confederate force in all of the major battles in the East. There were armies in the middle of the country and further West. The first large-scale use of poisonous or irritant gases was used by German troops against the Russians in 1915. Earlier attempts had failed to deliver enough gas to be effective. On this day, the Germans fired 18,000 shells filled with the irritant xylobromide. Even this large amount did not have its intended effect. The chemical did not vaporize in the cold temperatures. But the Germans kept trying, and by the end of 1915, they will be much better at deploying the new weapons. While the Germans were trying to kill Russians en masse, far away in Austin, Texas, Bessie Lomax gives birth to her third child and second son, who they named Alan. Alan Lomax has become synonymous for his recordings of local folk singers and songs around the world. Scotch tape is first marketed by Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing, or 3M, in 1928. Always weakening the U.S. in the name of progress and helpfulness, FDR devalues the U.S. dollar in relation to gold. For most of 50 years, anyone could exchange paper dollars for hard gold at the rate of $20.67 per ounce. The day before the Gold Reserve Act, 
prohibited U.S. citizens from owning gold except for jewelry and collector coins and the exchange of paper money for gold. Roosevelt raised the price to $35 per ounce. President Truman orders development of the two-stage hydrogen bomb in 1950. The entire idea is that nuclear material will go critical, releasing huge amounts of energy if enough of it is placed close enough together. The first-generation devices deployed in Japan used a conventional explosive to drive two masses of material together. The later thermal nuclear devices used a small nuclear explosion to provide greater energy to set off the main blast. RCA demonstrates the very first music synthesizer in 1955. The player was a large mainframe-sized device that was nearly 14 feet long and filled a room. It was programmed by a punched paper roll much like a player piano and was largely a theoretical device than practical. RCA was the media mogul of the day and the concept they were trying to create was to record hits without an artist, simply by analyzing what made a hit and program another one. There will be two versions before Robert Moog built his, but even then it was still more of an engineering project than an art. Humans are human, and as such are given to a number of faults. These are universally manifest in leadership styles and political schemes. It's easy to condemn the third world for endless coups and governments, all within very narrow range of styles and all with very high levels of corruption. We can see glimpses of this becoming more and more a presence in our government. The West African country of Ghana holds a rigged constitutional referendum that votes overwhelming for Kawame Nkrumah as president for life. It quickly becomes a dictatorship and is overthrown in a military coup eight years later to the day. The American form of government that relies heavily on personal restraint and a moral foundation was created from a blank sheet of paper by some of the most brilliant minds of the age. These men looked at all the forms of government across history and debated the strengths and weaknesses of each, then set out to create one that enshrined the best ideas and prevented the most common mistakes. That system of government took a remote outpost to a world superpower in 140 years. That simple fact alone should be worthy of extensive study. There were a couple of other factors that are different between the U.S. in the late 18th century and Ghana in the 20th. Landmass is a big one. But look around the banana republics anywhere and not one has taken the example of the U.S. to heart, mostly because it's counter to human nature. Then take a look at our present state of government and society. We've totally lost sight of what the founding fathers knew. How many news stories coming from the power brokers today call for ideas that are counter to the American ideal and are most in line with lesser societies around the world? The first one is government knows better than the individual. America was built on the idea the individual controls the government, not the reverse. The idea of corruption where individuals in government will sell out the public trust for personal gain. I'm skeptical that any situation is as bad as it's professed to be. But the suggestions against the current president and his family, if even remotely true, should result in a public removal and shaming like we have never seen. Yet the subject is not getting a reasonable hearing. It has the look of a partisan peeing contest. This is the stuff of a banana republic, not a superpower with a moral base. The Tet Offensive launches in 1968 when Viet Cong guerrillas attack the U.S. Embassy in Saigon and other attacks. 
Apollo 14 lifts off in 1971 to become the third manned mission to land on the moon and the first after the tense near disaster of Apollo 13. There had been a lengthy delay to fix the issues that caused the explosion on the previous flight. The first three moon missions were launched over a nine-month period. There was 10 months between 13 and 14. Blondie is at the top of the charts in 1981 with the song The Tide is High. The same day, singer Justin Timberlake is born in Memphis, Tennessee, making both 42 years old. Lunar eclipses occur during full moons. That's a simple mechanical fact. Full moons occur about every 29 days. There is much folklore into full moons, including the term a blue moon. That is when a second full moon occurs within a calendar month. Blue moons occur every two to three years, specifically seven times in the 19-year cycle. That's history and comment for the 31st day of January. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.